I'll change. I'll change. You'll change? Yes. You'll change? Yes. I have your word on that. Absolutely. So you change. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry about me changing. No, 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 no. That's fair, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. That's more unfair. That's not too much to ask. No, no, no. Good God, no. Who's going to change? Not me. Especially my underwear. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nick the Rat Radio. I am he. He is me. This is episode 353. Wait, is it? Really? That all rhymed. I didn't even know that it was going to, but did it? Maybe it, maybe it is 353. Let me check here. Diane. Diane, it's 353, right? Yeah. And it's September 28th, 2022. The month's almost over. We're almost into October, but it doesn't matter. Spooky season started at the end of August. It's true. As soon as August ended, it was Halloween time. People are like, oh my God, it's getting too... I'm like, shut up. It's okay. Halloween. Halloween is here. Damn it. It's the best time of the year. Let's open a beer for Halloween. Ah. Even the government knows it's Halloween. It's, there's always like the October surprise. They they know it's coming. The October surprise is Halloween. Oh man, this is a good beer. I'm drinking some um, Yinglin Black and Tan. I think I was drinking Yinglin last week. We went over this whole Yinglin beer thing. And then, um, yeah, it's good though. I like it. So you're a hater of England, I don't care. You don't don't drink it, all right? I'm going to drink it cuz I like it. If you don't like it, you don't drink it. There's a lot of hate in the world. And people don't really know how to get around it. They, they there might be like this thing that they hate, but they'll just they'll just get mad about it and stuff just just not drink it. Like, "Oh man, I hate England. You can't drink it." Uh, Shut up, people. If you don't like something, just keep going. It's really hard to do. I know there's that there's that lizard brain part of your brain. You might be like scrolling through Twitter. You might see something you don't like. You might see somebody's like political post or or um or a picture of some shit that they ate, and you're like, oh man, oh boy, am I upset about this? I just can't. I can't stop not hating on this. I'm gonna have to tell the person. And everybody, I'm going to start to spread this and tell everybody that I hate it. Like, really? Come on. You're wasting your time, people. Your hate isn't going to end anything. Okay? Fucking move on. I guess if, if, uh, I guess it's so much like, you know, killing you or your family, you could hate that and try to stop it. But if, if it's just words or pictures or some shit, man, I can get over it. Damn it. Oof. Now I now I had this beer, now I really want some weed too. You might you might say that uh I need to go to rehab, but I won't go go go. Oh man, somebody was recently I don't know if they were Alright, so So I guess I, I hate things to it and I see it and then I don't I don't uh, I don't reply to it on the internet. But then I, I, I get to talk about it on my show because 
fuck, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just here. There's this there's a girl on the internet, and she she was talking about like philosophy and stuff in the mirror, and and I saw a couple of these videos that she made, and it really it really uh, it touched me. I forget I forget her name. I, I'm not I'm not gonna even look it up. She's a long blonde head girl, and she talks like this. Blah blah blah. Hey, if you want to do this, you gotta try this. And she's like inside of a mirror, and she's like acting like she's all cool and shit, but. Apparently she got all really popular, and she's probably a big old douchebag. And um, then she came out a video about her getting off the weed. She's like, "It's it's day it's day two, and oh god, I feel horrible." I'm like, "Cheap lady, it's not really that hard to quit fucking weed. I smoke it all the damn time because I I love it, but I have quit smoking it like lickety lickety split." I guess this this uh this lady that um I'll keep her, I'll keep her nameless because you know if if I was to name the person that I hate that'll give the person more power. But anyway, I was like this person must have never smoked cigarettes in their life because boy oh boy, like the cigarettes was really hard to quit. I I remember quitting that. It took me like five years of saying I'm quitting to actually quit weed. It, it was like you know what. I'm out of weed. Uh, all right, I'm not going to smoke for a couple months. Whatever, until I, I pick up again. Whatever, it, it doesn't matter. It's She was acting like it was all fucking... Now I have to find her name so I could ridicule her on the internet and on, on every podcast out there. Not what it... Anyway, tonight's episode is... Um, I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Uh, a lot of UFOs going on lately. Or UAPs. And talk about some uh, some movies. And talk about some uh, some video games. And, and oh, let's not forget, we're going to talk about Twitch drama. No, actually, may, maybe I'll talk about Twitch drama a little bit. I'm going to get you all informed about everything you ever want to know about Twitch and all the fucking stupid bullshit drama. Not like I give a fuck though. I, I don't. I'm not. A, I I stream this on Twitch. If, if you want to actually watch this video live, if you want to see me doing this uh, silly ass podcast live, you go to Twitch.tv/NickTheRat and you can watch it there. There might be an advertisement at the beginning of the video, but after that, I don't think there's. I don't. I don't really run ads. I'm not here for the big old sweet giant corporate money. It's not like you even get that fucking much. But anyway, whoa, 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 whoa. But go you go to the chat room. Go to the IRC chat room. It's on a zero node. You go there. Hashtag sewer chat. You go to the Discord. Go there. You can talk to us live. There's a there's a there's a chat room filled with a bu- whole bunches of digital sewer dwellers. Uh, most of them are nice. Some of them are assholes. I don't really ban anybody unless you get really really far out there. But uh, it's a it's a safe space. For you to be an asshole to each other, it's a uh, it's kind of cool. Um, uh, also, we'll be listening to music. Duh. Best part of the show is the music selection. I think this week is probably got a couple of primo choices that we're gonna be hearing. And uh, uh, oh, jeez, I gotta cut my nails. My nails are getting long. I just picked my nose. I think I'm bleeding now. Uh, <laughs> I wonder how the first humans, I mean, first rats, well, I know how the rats do, but I wonder how the first humans shave their nails down. 
they were probably clawing for their lives, so they probably just naturally got smaller. You know, all the fighting and the clawing uh, on the sides of rocks and shit, but it must have sucked being one of those first people running around without nail clippers. Like, oh man, my nails are getting long. I guess I have to rub it on this rock for a couple hours to fucking buff them up. You know, it's a... It's been hard. How the hell did how the hell did people get this far in civilization? It's really mind boggling. They must have been really dirty and lived like two weeks. Like there must have been people having kids before they hit puberty, which is impossible. But maybe puberty hit when they were like two or something. Like oh, I'm two, I can start having kids now. Because I'm gonna die when I'm four. Saber tooth tigers and long fingernails. It's a uh, must have been rough. Oh. I'm really on, I'm really focused tonight, people. Just letting you know, I'm really focused. It's a Wednesday night. We're here together. And we're here to have a good time together. Because, fuck it, everything is falling apart around us. But it's not falling apart the way they're showing us. It's falling apart under the seams. The seams are, 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 it's, what is it called when your your shirt rips? It's like a like a de-threading. It's, it's it's fucked up. But the only thing that we're told about is surface surface level stuff. There's no spiritual reckoning or uh, it's talking about real issues that matter. Yeah, fraying. Yeah, the the, the reality is fraying. And the fucking people just don't don't seem to. Um, don't seem to really well i guess maybe they do know it and they 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 just like to make money off of people and keep uh, control so they're like oh you know there's wars and shit blowing up but they don't talk about uh just the fabric of uh, reality uh, coming apart oh god let's Let's just jump right into the music. We're getting into the episode of Nick the Rat Radio 353. It's a podcast. It's a radio show. It's a It's a video. I don't fucking know what it is. It's it's a thing. It's avant-garde. Avant-garde fraying of reality. Uh first song tonight is Sorcery. By Farzino. What a name. I'm going to smoke some weed now. I'll be right back.
Ah, marijuana. So yummy. Not very fucking addictive, I'll tell you that much. It's... <coughs> Oof. During the spoopy season, um, I like to watch a lot more horror movies. Even though I watch horror movies throughout the year, I'm a big fan of uh, scary movies. Uh, let's see. What, 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 Diane, what did we watch? Naked in the hot tub last week. Uh, we saw we saw a few movies. I don't know if I mentioned I saw the um, uh, I was watching Joe Bob's uh, Last Drive-In. It's a couple episodes I missed throughout the uh, couple seasons that there's been released, so I was watching through it. Uh, we watched um, was it Sledgehammer? Yeah, there was a VHS night. Was Sledgehammer? It was a fucking horrible movie. It was all filmed on VHS. But then Joe Bob uh, put on this movie called Things, which is a Canadian horror movie filmed on VHS, and that was really fucking bad. There was, um, I think the best part was the beginning because there was like a naked lady, some boobies. I think you see some bush too, some uh, some eighties bush. Nothing wrong with eighties bush. Uh, bad movies. Both bad, but uh, things made uh, Sledgehammer look like a fucking masterpiece. I'll tell you that much. If I was to watch either of those two, I'd watch Sledgehammer. I'd pick that. Uh, things are just fucking bad. It was badly dubbed, acted. It, 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 I, it, it made me feel ill. I was just feeling ill. Ah. Uh I don't think it was the COVID. I don't think the COVID was the thing. You know what's weird? After I had COVID, I'm still having like an ear issue. I don't know if uh, I don't know if it's from COVID or something else. I gotta go to an I gotta go to an ent. One of those big trees or some shit. Um, get that checked out. Man, can you make me an appointment with an ent? Put some ivermectin in my ear. You know what sucks about uh, doctors? When you go to, when you pick a doctor out of a hat, and just kind of throw the dice, and it's like, oh, I need to go to a doctor for this, or I need to go for a doctor for that. Then you go to the doctor, and you're like, how the, f- this, 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 this person sucks. There's a lot of shitty doctors out there. Like, a lot. And doctors never really even know what the fuck's wrong with you. Like, if you went to a doctor, you're like, hey, doc. And you sat there. And you got up and you left. They might not know about half the issues you're having. They're just like, oh, you're fine. Unless you tell the doctor. You're like, oh, doc, my uh, this hurts. And then the doctor will just spin a wheel, look in a book, and be like, okay, well, it's it's kind of like fucking WebMD. But, you know, some doctors are good. I, I've, been to, I've been to a couple of good doctors. You go there and they're... they're um, they're uh, very talkative. They're open. You can understand what they're saying. But then I've been to a couple of doctors where you, you talk to them and then you're like, you, how the, I'm worried for my life right now. It's really scary. We need to, we need to set these people on fire. No, I'm joking. We don't need to set them on fire. Um, all right. So um, watch, watch those two movies. What else did we say? Diane, what else did we say? Oh, we watched X. All right, let's talk about X a little bit. By um, T. 
Tila Tila Makila. What is this? What is the person that directed X? We were talking about this the other week. I think we mentioned X and Pearl. Somebody was on the phone line. Also, by the way, uh, phone lines phone lines open. So if you want to give a call, and we could talk about whatever. We could talk about movies. Blah 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 blah. Doesn't we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But uh, let me just type in X twenty twenty two. It's by Ty West. My name is Ty West. He looks like a he's an American guy. Who's like who names their kid Ty? Is that like a fake name? Is he born like uh oh it's Timon. His given name is Timon Well, no wonder he fucking changed it. He had the name of a fucking of a rat in the Lion King. Born in nineteen eighty. Yeah, he probably changed his name as soon as he fucking could. He was like like Oh, he went to school of visual arts? I probably, uh, I might have sold him some um, art supplies. Because I used to work at a, the Pearl Paint that was attached to it. Which is now just, they just sell computers there. There's no more Pearl Paint. Uh, when did he go to school of visual arts? But anyway, he did a X and Pearl this year. I watched, I watched the, I watched the X movie. It's a... Some people filming a porn in a farmhouse, and then uh, there's a whole bunch of murdering going on. Maybe I'll give spoilers. It doesn't fucking really matter too much. It's, um, yeah, I, I'm going to definitely give spoilers. So if you want to see the movie X, and you don't want spoilers for it, then um, just turn off the show, and go watch, go watch that, and stop, stop, uh, Stop listening to this show. Just go watch that. Um, hold on one second here. Smoke some more weed here. <sighs> THC could fix the ear COVID thing. I don't. I don't know if that's true, Servo. Uh, I put on X. I'm watching it. It's reminding me of like um like a really old horror movie. It reminded me of like a seventies horror movie. I think that was probably what they were going for too, because it was like supposed to take place in the seventies, I think. So he nails he nails like the the feel of it. Feels like one of those old. It, it felt like it's perfectly aligned with like the old. Like oh, we're in a van, we're going somewhere. <sighs> Pull into this place. Pull into this creepy house. Creepy people. He's feeling creepy. Uh, uh, it's. It was enjoyable. Most of the, basically, I would say the third of the movie, actually two thirds of the movie, is um, it's basically like like watching people film a porno movie. Like, oh, we're gonna film porn. I think um, Kid Cudi's in it too. He did pretty good act as an actor. It, the acting was good. I like the acting. I like the actors. I was enjoying it. I was having fun. So like, oh yeah, these people are gonna go fuck. It's a fun group. It was um the there's like a like the lead guy. He suck. He was there's a lot of a lot of dumb shit that happened as the killing started to happen. But uh the whole first half of the movie, it doesn't even feel like it's like a horror movie. It just feels like um feels like not even like a comedy, because there's only like a couple of jokes. It's it's labeled as a comedy the movie. Uh 
Let's see here. I got a lot of thoughts that I want to say about this. I just don't know how how I should lay it out. But what I've been noticing in a lot of these movies is that the metaphors matter to the director more than the story does. It's it's kind of like Nope as well. Like Nope, I thought it was it was a good movie, but it wasn't like it wasn't like wow that that was a good movie. It was like it was a well made movie. There's a lot of uh, plot lines in Nope, and there's a lot of metaphors that uh, was the the backbone of the movie. Like Nope without the metaphors was barely a movie. And the same thing about X. X was basically. A shitload of metaphors in a lot of shallow characters. So, so the I didn't even really see the metaphor. Like I, I kind of, I kind of was like looking for what the movie was about after I watched the movie, and I was like, it's just all metaphors. It's it's a bunch of people. It's like a changing of times of people having sex. Oh, okay, yeah. By the way, in X, there's a, a the house. The the, the 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 people going to film a porn they didn't really tell the the house owner the Airbnb of the person that they were going to say was an Airbnb back then that they were going to film a porn there they kind of lied to them they didn't even say that there was going to be more than like a, one person going there but either way two old creepy people in a house next to a house that they gave to some kids to make some porn in uh, the old the the old lady gets horny. And uh, and then kills everybody. <laughs> the the thing is that the um, that there was the, there was a lot of metaphors involved, which 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 was more interesting than the movie itself. There was uh, the metaphor of uh, getting old and. Uh, not being able to fuck when you're old and you should fuck when you're young. Um, you should have sex with a lot of people or you shouldn't have sex with a lot of people. There was like a, a lot of, a lot of yin yangs around different aspects of life in metaphorical terms about how people see things. And, and that was probably the more interesting part. The, the, uh, there's a couple of cool kill scenes, like one or two, I think. There's like two cool kill scenes, um, but but most of the movie, it kind of falls apart when the horror part starts. From for me, it's a lot of it's, but I don't know if he was really going for the horror, if he, or if he was going for the metaphors and then just added the horror, um, and then the ending kind of upset me. There was the uh, the final girl thing. And um, uh, I've seen this in other older horror movies where it's like, oh, we're going to make the, the girl that got away be like a, like a fucking Billy badass. And it seemed like they were trying to go for that, but they also weren't because she wasn't a badass. Also, there was something about the, the uh, Mia Goth is like uh, the, the main girl in the movie. She's got the X factor. That's why they call it X. And also it's like they're filming a porn. And she's also in the, the next movie. Where, but she was also the old lady. She did a... She, uh, 
it's, there's so much to say, and this the, the, I don't know why I'm talking about a goddamn movie, but I don't care. That's what I'm going to talk about anyway. Uh, the old lady kills everybody. The old man kills one person. Uh, except for the the Mia Goth, the the final girl, and she she's a uh, about to get away. The girl, she's like, oh, I'm in the car, and and then she's like, oh yeah, the 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 guy that drove this car here had a gun in there in the car, and I knew from the the second scene of the movie that there was no bullets in the gun, and they say it. And if you're paying attention to the movie, it's not like oh a big twist. So she she's go back she goes back to go kill the old people. She's like oh, I'm I'm a badass I got a gun, and then she's like click and the gun doesn't work, and then the the old man has a heart attack and dies by himself. Actually, that happens before she even comes there. So the old man dies, and then the old lady she's got the gun. The old lady doesn't go off. Then the old lady has a fucking shotgun, and misses shooting her and then fucking goes flying out the door because she had a shotgun. And it's just like the, and then, then the, the, the final girl runs her over in a car and they make it seem like she's fucking like a badass, but she's, she's not though. She didn't do one badass thing. I don't know if that was supposed to be a metaphor as well. Overall, the movie was okay. I would say it was okay. It wasn't, um, wasn't great. It was filmed well. First half was entertaining. There's a couple cool kill scenes, but yeah, it was better than Sledgehammer and Things. So X was the top movie that I saw this week so far. Um, yeah, now I do want to see. I want to see the um, bop, 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 Pearl movie, which is the the origin story of the old horny lady that kills all the the kids except for she she has a shitty aim with a shotgun and apparent shot if you even if you're old and you and frail and you shoot a shotgun you're not going to go flying backwards like you might you might get knocked down on the floor but she seriously went like 10 feet it was silly but um maybe pearl will make me appreciate x more don't know um well shot uh, oh actually one issue i had with x was in the way it was shot there was a lot of contrast in just contrast i mean like brightness gamma and contrast there was some i got i I have the settings on um the giant projector fifty thousand feet in the sewer, I got I got the, the the settings on it right, and you know there should never be a super dark scene that I could see. But these there were some scenes that were just filmed really, really, really dark. I didn't like that. I didn't like that part. Most of the movie was filmed well, but there was a couple of scenes where it's like, oh, we're gonna try to be creepy, so you're not gonna see shit. We're just gonna just close your eyes, basically. It was. It was um, it was bad in that in that regard, but but uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I liked it. Mia Goth was a fun character. There was a couple fun characters. Kid Cudi was good. The, uh, the blonde girl was good. The 
the, the cameraman's girlfriend was kind of hot. But, uh, yeah, it was also, there was also a weird part. There was a girl that gets locked in a basement. At first, I thought the old guy was trying to protect the kids from his crazy wife because she got horny. But apparently, he's, he's a murderer, too. Uh, he shoots Kid Cuddy, who's being very, very nice. Very nice. I thought that was the fun part of the movie, was how nice Kid Cuddy was. Uh, but, um, yeah, so he locks this girl in the basement. I'm like, oh, he's probably doing it to protect her from the crazy lady, because otherwise he wouldn't have locked her in the basement with uh, basically every tool known to man. Like, she could have probably built a fucking robot to go kill these old people. But, um, no, it turns out he was just a fucking crazy dude. I don't know. It was... Meh. Eh. All right, we're going to we're going to take another quick music break and come back and um thank some people. And we have a lot more stuff to talk about. I want to discuss um NASA's dart. I want to discuss uh, UFOs over Ukraine. I want to discuss a lot of stuff. But first, let's listen to Miza with Mystic.
All the music here is uh, all on SoundCloud. It's under my likes. It's all free, CC BY 3.0. You could use it for um, commercial uses, but just make sure you give the artist credit, people. Come on. If you're going to, if you like something and you could, uh, if you could give people some uh, money for it, it sucks that money is usually the, well, I guess it doesn't suck. Because, hey, if I like you and you're in fucking um, uh, Victoria, BC, or Florida, or some crap, I can't, like, just help you or say, uh, hey, like, I could send you money. You know? So you give those artists, go to the SoundCloud, find out how to give them money, and go give them money. Or um, send them some, uh, some naked pictures, some, I don't know. Do whatever the fuck you want. Anyway. I'm going to thank some people for uh, donating to Nick the Rat Radio. All the proceeds go directly to the Dark Sewer Scientist, and I get peanuts. But it's still fun, right? Let's, uh, we got a P.O. Box down the sewer. Nick the Rat, P.O. Box 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. That's 90549BK. NY one one two zero nine. I open it live on the air. We got a floppy piece of paper over here, and that's got some gooey gooey gum on it. We're gonna open that gooey gooey gum to see what I got inside. Also, if you donate to Nick the Rat Radio, I don't I don't dox people, but I will dox Sir Mike Raj, PhD. Because he says the answer to everything is a chargeback. And he sent me, by check, 42 cents. Maybe I should hold on to this paper and burn it when the energy crisis gets even worse. It'll be better than 42 cents. Thank you so much, Dr. Sir Mike Crotch. Your checks always make the bank tellers eyes light up and make their heads nod in disbelief i hand them a stack of checks for like a dollar thank you um you could also go to nicktherat.com and click donate or nicktherat.radio.com and click donate and uh donate via paypal everybody's trying to get me to get on this um uh satoshi wallet or something maybe we'll look into it because there's a couple podcast apps where you could just if somebody likes you via the, the app they could click a button right there and send you send you money through the application which is kind of cool but that's not set up yet maybe i'll do that you know when i'm free in 2044 let's let's see we got uh <sighs> Did anybody donate? I think people donated this week. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, uh, the donation services work through PayPal. I read the donation amount, the note, and... The initials of the person that sent it. So it's not a doxing. It's a slight doxing. It's a I-know-who-it-was type of dox. A couple of people also try to get me to say other names than their initials, and you could do that too. But either way... Uh, Let's see here. What is this? 
Oh, that's cool. Okay. We have the first donation of the week comes from Mac. M-A-C. It's not their name. Those are initials for something completely different than Mac. 420. 420 is the subscription amount. If you uh, break that down to cents and dollars, that's about uh, it's about three bucks a month that goes to me for that. The other dollar twenty probably goes to PayPal. Oh, and then at the end of the year, I would say another dollar of that goes to the government. And we all love the government, don't we? So let's keep them running by donating to me. But either way, way off point. Thank you, Mac for the donation. We have another donation here from KS with 420. KS, you've been around a long time. I want to give you a hug and a high five. KS. Wait, let's see. Usually after KS, there's IC. Is that actually going to be it? Wait, what is this? This is a big one. This is a big one, people. We got a big fish this week. Hold on. I might have to crack another beer for this. This next donation is worth like two six-packs. So yeah, let's, let's crack open another beer for this donation. Oh, I'm a monster. I was able to rip this cap right off. Uh, ow. $30 from NP. There is a message. Keep it up, Nick. Well, after drinking $30 worth of beer, I might not be able to. But for you, I'll try. Thank you so much. Um... We have DV with 420. That's a Nick the Rat radio subscription right there. Thank you so much, DV. DV's been around for a while, too. Cheers to you. And finally, we have AM with $1 million. Man, AM sends a million dollars a month. The scientists down here, they're making a Hyperloop. I don't know what they're doing, they're, but that, that money flow, mwah, it's been great so far. Thank you so much, Nam. We love you, too. Uh, and finally, you could also donate via uh, Twitch <laughs> if you want to. If you got a, if you got an Amazon Prime, you can do the free subscription thing there. Uh, let's see. Trey from Philly. This was uh, seven days ago. I don't know if I uh, thanked them last week. He says, still here. He's been subbed for nine months straight. Thank you so much. And uh, Ducky on is going to be the king of Twitch forever. 39 months. Wow. 39 months times like a couple bucks. That's... Ducky, I'm going to move into your house. I want to I move out of New York, you know? I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and finally, I guess the last way you could donate is um, if we could all just mentally picture Nick the Rat uh, winning the lottery so he can run away from the crazy scientists that jab him in the ass with weird stuff every now and then.
using the winnings from uh, the last set of scratch-off tickets, we got more uh, lottery tickets. We're going to be doing some scratchies on uh, right here on Twitch, right here on the internet, right here on Nick the Rat Radio. And this might get me banned from Twitch. Let's see if it works. Maybe I'm just looking for an excuse to get banned from Twitch. There's so much, like, news about Twitch drama, and then I look at who's involved, and I'm like, who are these people? Also, like, it's, this, there's so many goddamn people on the internet that have huge followings, probably mostly bots. And I don't really care. I don't really care about them. Or care to care about them. I guess a couple of them I'll, I'll know, but either way. Let's see if we win anything on the scratchies. These are all purchased with last week's winnings. Um, after the, after what is it called? Like the combo is over, I shall not be buying any more scratchies. So let's see. We got uh, a lose, five and a six. We got a 12 and a 14. I lost that one. I should have scratched them before the show. Then, uh, let's see. Uh, nothing on that one. Let's see, anything on the bonus? No. All right, that's one scratchy down. Okay, we got scratchy number two. We got three scratchies here. I might win it big on the air. Let's see. Lose. Lose. And... Wait, is this a winner? Did I win... Five million? No, I lost nothing there. Um, yeah, nothing on this one. And oh come on, win, win, big big money, big money. No, what the fuck is that? Oh, horseshoe. Okay, uh, last scratchy. Let's see if Nick the Rat will become a billionaire tonight. Blitz, this one's for you. No. I'm scratching it so fast it's getting hot in my hand. I'm going to burn myself on this thing. Uh, guys? Guys? Don't waste your money on these. Um, Scratch-off tickets is a poor tax. It's bullshit. But if you win, make sure you donate to NickTheRat.com. And uh, we'll be back uh, right after this music break. We're going to listen to Sweet Dreams. Thanks, everybody, for um, donating. I love you guys. Um, it just makes me feel like, you know, appreciated. We got Sweet Dreams. Barbara Brown. Barbara
Uh, hi there. This is a uh, announcement from the uh, Dark Sewer Network. Uh, we just would like to uh, let all the listeners know that um, now more than ever, um, we are here for you, uh, especially uh, Nick the Rat. So if if you're feeling uh, especially vulnerable or um, uh, scared, you, or fearful, you could leave him a, a message on uh, his phone line. Um, at 917-719-5923. He's especially there for you. Um, but, uh, we're all here for you. Um, and we'll get through this, uh, together. So, uh, 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 thank you. And, uh, please enjoy the show. trying to find the best present you can for your loved ones out there and you're sick of all the boring lame shit that you get yeah i am too i used to buy people loot boxes and those crates and like uh the boxes with the food in it those are all lame those are all like you know 2018 type shit this is 2020 people let's up our game and we are offering people the best new type of box that you could ship to you loved ones and to yourself it's it's not meant for just one group of people it's meant for everybody this this is a new revolution we're trying to host here the uh it's it is called dildo by the pound this is um a new loot box every month you get a pound of different types of dildos sent to your house some vibrate some are circular shaped some are uh self-lubing it, you'll never know what you're going to get you just pay one low payment of 69.99 a month and each month you could send a pound of dildos to anybody you want just think about that dildo by the pound it's going to be a big hit in all like your family you could share it with your parents uh your brother your sister i've i've seen i've seen a lot of videos on the internet and it seems like there's a lot of brothers and sisters doing strange stuff out there so make sure you get your loved ones pound of dildos in dildos by the pound think about it it's a dick in the box that you could give to your loved ones Order today at 917-719-5923. That is, that is dildo by the pound only from the Dark Sewer shopping channel. <laughs> hey, hi. Um, it's really late, and uh, your show just ended not long ago. Oh, uh, it was great. <laughs> it, was, it flowed really well. I'm glad you're feeling so much better, honestly. And I knew it was pretty dire because I've never, ever seen you miss a show. So, yeah, you rebounded pretty well, I have to say. You weren't hacking up along or seemingly ailing much. So, and it's great to see you toke up on the stream. By the way, I'm just never going to stop saying that because I love it. It's one thing to watch you drink. It's another to watch you token smoke so uh this is kind of a reminder voicemail <laughs> for myself because i'll listen in next week wanted to tell you that i have something to share with you that i didn't want to fit into a voicemail or a couple of voicemails because i kind of want to bounce the 
this is for about a dream, a very powerful dream, and something happened. Uh, objects have been appearing to me that I've never seen or experienced or felt before. Not spirits, not entities, particular objects, and they communicate, and they have very powerful spiritual messages. Um, not consisting of words, but we'll talk about this if, if it's a good time for me to call in next Wednesday or when you hear this, it will be. If it's a good opportunity, um, I will call and we can talk about it and I'll try not to monopolize the stream and, and get through it as quickly as I can, but I want to share it with you, uh, live. All right. Yeah. Have fun. Well, hoy hoy. The streaming debauchery. Rock on. There's only one problem. It's now Thursday. Oh, yeah. In the sewer. Cheers. It's, uh, it's now Thursday. The, it's midnight in the sewer. So it's no longer Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, well. Little, little pumpkin I'm painted. You watching the stream? There's a big old fucking pumpkin back there. I painted it. it took at least ten seconds to do. Uh, thank you, caller, for that call. You could. Uh, I would love to hear about your dream. I'm always down to listen to some dream stuff, especially after reading William S. Burroughs. And watching David Lynch, and then just uh, realizing that dreams are dreams. What is that? What is that Disney quote? Dreams are the things that wish makes, or wishes are things that dreams make. That's fucking wrong. That's not. That's not how it goes. Uh, I don't know what's going. On. I think the phone line's open. If you want to call in, you can call in. We can talk about dreams. We can talk about Halloween. We can talk about uh. Talk about we can talk about movies. I actually want to interview somebody that's been reviewing movies a lot lately. It's uh, but hold on one second here. One more movie I'm going to mention. I uh, I think I forgot the name of a movie last week, and the movie was a French movie. I think it was from the '60s. It was called Eyes Without a Face. It wasn't. It's. That was the movie I was thinking about. I don't know if I um, explained it very well the other week. I said like somebody in a house and a girl, and somebody's face getting cut off. But it was it was a French movie, and it had some really really cool fucking disgusting scenes in it that had since it, they I don't know how they actually. I would like to see how they did this. There was there was a couple scenes where they were like removing a girl's face. And it just looked really fucking cool, like how they had all the, the the needles. Like it looked, it looked surgically possible what they were doing, and it was, it was like it was gross. It made me wince. I was like, "Wow, I'm no pussy, but this is making me wince." They're they're really digging into her face. Yeah, eyes without a face. That was a that was something else that I watched. Uh, I watched that like last year. Though I didn't watch that recently. Uh, but I was I was trying to m- remember the name yesterday or whenever I was talking to people. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. 
Uh, there's a... Yeah, uh... Right, let's talk about streamers really quick. Streamers and... And, um... Let's, uh, internet personalities, I guess, basically. There's, there's a lot of people out there. And some people are cool, and some people are not. I don't understand these... Actually, I guess I do understand it. It's... No, I actually, I don't understand it. I, I don't... Like, uh, there, there's a lot of drama going around. Like, maybe somebody, like, raping a girl. I don't even fucking know going on. Like, because they get these streamer houses. They get all these people that are, quote-unquote, popular on uh, on the internet. And then they live with other popular people on the internet. I, I guess I could understand it. Uh, like, if Art Bell and fucking John Fletcher were hanging out in a house with uh, with Adam Curry... I'd want to watch that. I'd tune in, especially since it'd be Ouija board heavy, I guess, if Hart Bell's there. Um, the, the, but most of these, most of these, most streamers that I see are just really boring. It's, it's mostly like guys trying to be edgy and girls that have boobs i guess then it's like that's not there's not much personality there i guess some of them have some sort of personality and some are fun to watch i enjoy watching um um his, his name is uh asmin gold it's but i just like to watch him because he's pretty down to earth as a person and he's got like facial twitches that are like like a weird facial ASMR to me. If you watch Asmin Gold talk, he has if you watch him talk, he, he I don't know is he Italian? No, it's he he's got like his face bugs out. It's like his eyebrows and his eyes go all over the place. I don't know if he's doing it because he's on camera and he's like I need to be uh, emotive in the way I talk. But the way his face moves is like a very strange visual ASMR for me. Yeah, Asmund Gold. His, uh, uh, you see the streamers on mushrooms? He was playing Final Fantasy 14 online. Uh, and he was, he made a video about, how you could spend a lot of in-game money, like $500,000 in-game money, which actually would take a long time to make. I think I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy Online for a few years now. I only got a couple million saved up, so that would only be like a couple $500,000 shots. And uh, there's apparently there's something called ERPG, Erotic Role Playing, ERP. ERPing, ERPing, e- erotic role playing, ERPing. Give these. You go into the server. You meet somebody. They're like, hey, you need, you want to relax. You want to come chill out and relax. And you pay them five hundred thousand dollars in game money, which is just a lot of time. I'm sure you could buy. The, I, I don't know what the equivalent is. It's a uh, gill, not money. And uh, erp. <laughs> hey, baby, you want to erp? Down in the sewer? 
derps with the herps. There's a, um, um, and you don't know who these people are. You don't know if they're dudes or chicks, but it's just somebody, maybe even a robot. I don't fucking know. They, they, you hang out in a room and then they probably just like talk dirty to you and dance or something. So basically now in Final Fantasy Online, I have no more money left because I, I no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, that's why I play uh, Second Life. I miss Second Life. There was a sex dungeons with horses in it. Fucking weird as shit. Um, I know, that's right. Uh, what are we gonna? Uh, what are we talking about here, Diane? Is this even? A, is this? A, is there any gas blasts? We have a, also an option to gas blast me if you email. Nick at NickTheRat.com and you put Gas Blast in the title of the email, I will read the email live if I remember that I even do that. But um, let's see, I don't think there's been any Gas Blast for a long time. Wait, there is one new Gas Blast here. What is this? from august 3rd this is this is an old gas blast but there's a link hold on i gotta figure out what this is here there's a link here but i'm gonna click it because i missed this gas blast and i um just proof to people that i do have this option to do one second i, I gotta do a search over here for gas blast I can't uh, keep my email open because the fucking Google voice ringer. My name is Chris and I'm an alcoholic. I've been sober for 14. No way. 15. That's right. 15 minutes. It's so easy to fall off the wagon. It makes you just want to crack another can. I've tried many, many 12-step programs, but there's only ever been one where someone has come up to me afterwards and said, Hey Chris, that was really brave of you to open up to us like that. Let me get you a beer. And that was here in the Dark Sewer Network. Are you looking for support for your drinking habit? Nick the Rat's 12 Steps to 24 Cans can help you. Located exclusively and conveniently here in the Dark Sewer Network. We meet every Wednesday night at 11pm Eastern Time. You probably won't stop drinking, but you'll be drinking with friends much, much worse than you. Thanks, Nick the Rest. Now I can live my life one can time. Oh shit. I really shouldn't have smoked that last joint you gave me. I think I'm gonna... Call 917-719-5923. For the drinking support you need. Is that Chris from Chris from Australia? Alright, uh I'm gonna click this link that Servo sent because it's something it's a it's a Reddit link. I fucking hate Reddit so much. That's Asmund Gold's house. Why has he got all those cups there? Those better be filled with piss. 
Wait. <laughs> well, you know, dude's rich too. He he makes a f ton of money, but he's like he lives like uh, yeah, that's. That's a fucking filthy, filthy room. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He's got more than twenty cups of just cups. He's got like you know fucking like fast food takeout cups sitting on his table. Well, how did this picture get released? Did he take a picture of this? Why did you? Is this really his house? This might be his house. I'm just uh. So I think that chair looks familiar. And this is to Asmongold's sewer. <laughs> you count 23 cups there? I was banned from... From... Uh, see, it's, it's, I have this, this issue, too, where I like to... Reply to people. And I was banned from Reddit slash R News. It was in R News or whatever. Because, you know, this is... A, you see some articles on there and you're just like, uh, what about opening your brain and thinking? And then you just get banned? And then it's... It's like, well, then I guess that's not what this is for. I don't think... I don't think most stuff is for bettering humanity or even talking or having a... Is, is it even going to better humanity? I don't know. Anyway, what, 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 is, what is this other... What is this? Asmund Gold's Lair. This... Okay, I shouldn't click this, but I, now I want to see it because... Um, I've heard a lot of people saying that I uh, exaggerate things. I, you know, make things more than what they are. And that's true, but not in terms of my room. A lot of people think that uh, it's actually not as bad as it is, and I'm probably gonna clean it today. But I don't want I don't want to lose the memory, and so got three drinks here. <laughs> oh, look! There's a link why he doesn't drink or do recreational drugs what's up boys so today we got a little bit more of a serious topic today i want to talk to you all about why i don't smoke why i don't do any recreational drugs and why i don't drink i don't do any of that stuff i never have and i never will now i've gotten this question why i don't do it you know what sucks take some 60 minutes to answer this question let's see if he can answer it in the next minute Ever since I was back in middle school, whenever all my friends were doing it and they were wondering why I wasn't joining along. So I wanted to answer that question and just kind of give my perspective on it as somebody who, uh, you know, has seen a lot of people go through this. And, um, you know, it's something people always ask me a lot in my stream as well. And I, I think that honestly, I mean, it's definitely, you know, you've got the, the stereotype, okay? You've got the tall, skinny, shaggy white guy with baggy clothes, wearing sweatpants, and a video game t-shirt. I mean, honestly, there have been times I've been in college, 
and drug dealers have walked up to me and they're just like completely casual. They're like, all right, what do you need, man? Like just straight up. And I, every time I tell them that, like, you know, I'm not interested, I think sometimes they've gotten mad at me because they, they, they're like, I've, they've, I've like tricked them or something like that. Like I follow every single fucking paradigm of like, you know, the traditional drug guy. Right. And somehow I, all right, it's been a minute. He has not answered the question. Um, Asmund Gold just watching for his facial movements. You could, uh, and if you don't, if that if that doesn't trigger your, your visual ASMR, then turn it off. Some people's voices just rock. There's a there's a streamer I started following, and her voice is just insane. I don't know if it's it. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe it's not like insane, but to me, it's really. There's something about the way she talks. It's it's cool. Hold on a second. Let me just, let me bring up a clip. Let's see if uh, you think that this voice is bad or good, <clears throat> or if you understand why. Uh, it's, it's just weird. It, it's very uh, like bubbly and poppy. I don't even know why I'm playing this. Let's see if I could find something. Uh, actually, just anything. Let's click here. We live. We live. Okay, bye. I'll let you guys in chat decide if it's going to be a waifu or husband now. When we catch it, you guys can vote. Okay. Uh, I better set up the raffle. Uh, we raffle off the nicknames in the chat, same thing as last run, so I'm gonna run the, um, the raffle every time I catch a Pokemon, whoever wins that, as long as you're active in the chat. I don't know why that, that voice, there's something, it, it also, she, 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 it gets, it gets even crazier though, she like, she'll, she'll like extend that voice. <laughs> Y'all are out of control! I drew two lines, guys! I will have everyone remember this moment! Look at this, Booba! I drew two lines, two simple little curves, and everyone in chat is freaking out about the Booba. Horny- the Boobas. But anyway, okay. Let me get out of here. Let me get out of fucking streamer world over here. Ah. Uh. <laughs> From Brighton, Brighton Beach, Brighton, England. Wow. Uh, the server was talking about it's, there's there's a Brighton, Britain. Yeah, there's a there, there, you could just sometimes you start watching somebody and you get you like wow I could just keep on I'll watch this. And you interact with them a little bit too, some interaction, you talk to people, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's some people have really good voices, uh, good demeanors, and you just want to uh, spend time with them. And they fucking will spend time with you. It's, it's You are not even there. The internet is a very strange place, man. It's a bunch of words. It's like magic. And then you meet them in real life, and you're like, ha ah, ha hi. Parasocial.
Yeah, you feel connected, and then sometimes they'll um, say something that you totally don't agree with that makes you matter. But so there's there's a couple of people that I've been listening to for forever, and you never not feel connected with them. Uh, but yeah, that that happens sometimes. Sometimes you're just like, what what was I doing? Why am I watching this? Um, or not even not even that. Like you still like the person and stop listening to them. There's, it's it can come and go, but there's some people that that stick around for forever, like JCD and Adam Curry, uh, the Art Bell. There's there's a couple other podcasts I listen to that I listen to all the damn time. Um, but, but Horowitz, I could listen to Horowitz talk all day. I don't I don't actually listen to uh, Discipline Investor. I just listen to you know he's got a he's got a good, sometimes also combos of people work well. That's what's hard about being in the sewer. I'm, I'm all alone. Uh, but... Fuck you, Kyle. Um, sometimes there's like uh, two people, when they talk together, it works really well. And when they talk alone or with other people, it doesn't work. It's... Uh, it's uh, strange. I think Art Bell and Dvorak could talk to anybody and i would listen to it uh, i think they were they're at the top of my uh, list of just listening to people there's also this uh, uh a podcaster named uh what's, what is the name diane what's his name wesley i think his name is wesley it's wes uh, I forget his last name, Crinsdale. Uh It's from the the Penske podcast. But this guy Wes, it's I totally just jive with his whole demeanor, and I've been listening to him for years. He'd probably hate me if you ever met me in real life. <laughs> either way, uh, let's let's twelve twenty. What 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 are we doing here? We we got more music. We do have more music. Let's listen to some music. Uh, we're done talking about Twitch and streamers and. And who you listen to? It's there's there's a lot of people, and there's a lot of things you can watch. There's a lot of ways to spend your time, and who do you, who you spend it with, and how you do it. It's, have fun. Stay off TikTok. Uh, the Midnight Spacewalk. Props. Now, Props been releasing a lot of good music lately. Uh, recently, actually, I think I've listened to a shite load of Props. Props to Props. I think I might have actually played two songs from Props last week. Which I usually don't play two songs from the same person, and that happened by accident. But here, here's another one: "Midnight Spacewalk." We'll be right back. Oh, 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 
want to talk about it but i'm still going to talk about streamers for a quick few seconds um seems like there's there's a server was talking about how you could watch somebody you just get disinterested in them uh that that happens mostly for me with people that are i think they're like selling products it it's i i found that a lot in the uh music making world there's a lot of people that have very good videos but they're kind of almost just selling a project. Um, I'm not going to name names on that front. I'm just going to say most of them. It's like, oh, here's a new piece of equipment. Here's a new plugin. Here's a new um, something that costs money. Here's something that costs money that's new. I'm just going to tell you about it. And th- those people could be very informative. But you're not really going to watch them very long because maybe you will. It might be your thing. Uh, somebody on the good side of that, I'll say like uh, Linus Tech Tips. Or was it the Linus? He does he does tech shit, but he sells stuff. He's basically selling something. He's not really selling it, He's but he does sell it, and he has ads and shit. Like I'll watch a video or two if I'm looking for something. I would trust his opinion. But I'm not going to watch every video he puts out. I'm not going to watch all of his content. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, what what am I even talking about here? I'm drunk. Honest Reviews. There's a cool channel that does Honest Reviews. Like some engineer guy. I forget the fucking name of it. But he'll compare scientifically. Like ten of the biggest brands in something. Like how many how many times do you have to rub your jeans to make a hole in it? See if I could find them pretty quick. Oh, Project Farm. 
he does like rigorous testing on products. Pretty interesting. Project Farm. Yeah. <laughs> I actually bumped into Linus Tech Tips in the city once. And I called him the YouTube guy. I wasn't, uh, that was that was like a few years ago before I, and I was just like, oh, it's, uh, I wasn't, I'm not, not like a big Linus fan, but I bumped into him and said hi to him because I was like, ah, oh, you're good. But I called him, I called him the uh, YouTube guy. <laughs> Project Farm's speech mannerisms amuse you? Sorry, I'm just talking to the chat. You know, when you're drunk, you need to talk to somebody. I'm talking to Servo. It's me and um, Servo's words. Uh, we're about to do the NyQuil chicken. You know what? You know what's cool about the NyQuil chicken thing? Is that the news told you that you could boil NyQuil to make it more potent? It's like, hey, you guys want to cook up drugs? Boil NyQuil. I never. <laughs> Can you boil it down to like a pill, like a super condensed pill of fucking dextoxtrose or whatever the main drug ingredient in it is? What else could you boil down to get stone bleach? What do you, what is it? Any any sane person with decent parents. <laughs> I've done stupid stuff as a kid. I don't think I would ever boil it. Also, also when I was a kid, there was no internet to tell me that the internet was stupid. Like if if you were a kid in uh, like the eighties, nineties, or whatever, you, and you and and like somebody's like, oh, you could. Boil a chicken in NyQuil. I might be like, wow, that might be the way to do it. But not many people would be able to tell me to do that. And there would not be many ways to check up on how dumb that is to do. Uh, but I think anybody that has access to to these videos about boiling a chicken in NyQuil probably could also look for why they shouldn't do that. Also, that's just disgusting. Why don't you just boil down the NyQuil? Like if I, if I that if if there was videos like, hey, boil down NyQuil to get fucked up, then I might like, okay, well, hey, I'm trying to get fucked up and I don't have a brain because I'm an idiot. Then sure, but there, I guess there's a lot of fucking dumb people out there. Who knows? This is also just like a news story. Maybe it's not even fucking real. Maybe only people are lying about doing it. There's so many liars and trolls on the internet. Like, there was the, the Tide Pod Challenge, and people were going to the hospital for it. But how many people were going to the hospital for it? Is there, like, an official stat of how many people died from eating Tide Pods? I'm sure, I'm sure there was one or two people that actually did it. And the people that actually did that probably licked their walls, too, when they were... Um, Tide Pod Challenge Deaths Did anybody actually die from this? Let's see how many people 
Consumer Reports reported that between Tide Pods' introduction in 2012 through early 17, eight deaths. Two of the eight deaths were children, and the six were adults with dementia. All right, so not to be harsh, but over seven, six, seven, six, five, over five years. Over five years, eight people did the Tide Pod Challenge. Everybody else lied about it, but the eight people that died, they did it. And two were kids, it's probably like four years old, that did it by accident. And then the rest were old people with dementia. Here's an article from 2019, The Tragic Side of Tide Pods from Fortune.com. Oh, I have to pay to read this article? Okay. You know how many people died from Tide Pod Challenge or probably did the Tide Pod Challenge? It is probably barely anybody. Now, have have I done stupid stuff? Yeah, but nothing like nothing like that. Put a roll of Mentos in your ass and then pour in vinegar. Blitzed. What are you what are you saying here? I think you know what? Nick the rat's cynical. Everything is fake. None of this shit's real. There's there is no Tide Pod challenge. There is <laughs> There is no NyQuil chicken. There's I don't know. Maybe there is. If there, if somebody, maybe maybe it's a big industry. Maybe I should start selling some Nyquil chicken. Anyway, we'll be we'll be right back. I gotta take a. Jeez, Diane, can we call somebody to cook up some some of that? Are you looking for a way to spice up your love life? Well, today you can. Why not kick back with some dark sewer nipple clamps? You and your nipple clamps will become one overnight. It'll be great fun. You and your lover will be clam, clam, clammed. Order two for $69.99. Only on the Dark Sewer Network. short Hasidic Jew. She fought a savage battle to stay alive in the ghetto. He studied the Talmud at night. While she burned the ghetto to the ground, he kindled the Sabbath candles. 
hers was a love of passion, a torrid sensual lust, fueled by those who said no. Samuel L. Bronkowitz presents Cleopatra Schwartz. They alone dared to triumph in a hellish inferno of unrelenting desire. Never before has the screen unleashed its violent fury. Never again will one man and one woman defy such incredible odds. Together, no one could stop them. Oh, shit. Another Nihilor song? Nihilor. Nihilor. Nil, Nihilor. Nihilor. I wonder how he actually pronounces it. I always said Nihilor. 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 Eternal Light.
Go, Nylor, go! Nylor has a wide range. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, hi, everybody. Tonight we're talking about uh, the rich and the famous. Nah, we're... Uh, okay, I'm going to talk about one more streamer. Uh, Louis uh, Rossman moved. I thought he was going to go to Maine or... New Hampshire or some someplace up north. He, but he wanted to get out of New York City because New York City it's it's a fucking shithole. It's a fucking dirty shithole filled with crazy people and dumb politicians. It's, maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe the politicians are smart. I'm stupid. You never know. But uh so it, one of the one of the things he complained about a lot was um real estate, commercial real estate. He was he was um trying to get a store and that's commercial real estate and people would lie to him. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know how it's possible. They're like, "Oh, this store is like 2000 square feet." And he would go there and measure it and it would be like 1500 square feet. And he would confront the the people there and be like, "What? What are you doing? Why? Why are you saying it's this big when it's this big?" And the the brokers would say, "It's real estate. That's just that's that's how you you upsell. How do you you can't upsell physics, you fuckheads? And nobody stops it. There's it's." When somebody is in business and lies to your face, they should be in jail. They should be in like you're gonna, you might get raped jail. That's that's probably the problem. Not enough blue collar crime criminals are going to. You're gonna get, you're gonna get stabbed and raped jail. They call it puffery. Well, puffery should send you to rape jail. Basically, if if you have a conversation with somebody and you lie to their face like a blatant lie, especially about like like the physical physical reality, you should go to you should probably go away from society. Like, um, uh, imagine if I had an ad in, like, uh, what is it, uh, like a single, single white female down to fuck. Is that, like, DTF? SWF? If you put an ad in the newspaper, okay, if, don't, the, the, the personals, people are probably lying to you there. But. If a corporation lies to you, or or if somebody you're doing business with, like on a uh, like a taxpayer level, uh, okay, okay. Say you go to Blockbuster and you rent a movie, and the title on the box says um, DTF, and it's eighty minutes long. You put it in, and it's called SWF, not DTF, 
and it's only 30 minutes long. You should go to jail for that. There's got to be be rules. You can't just lie about physics. God damn it. You it's very upsetting. But either way, uh, they would lie to his face. Um, and uh, yeah, he would also get tickets from from fucking like traffic cops. Like, oh, you meter maids, meter maids would come to his store and be like, you need to hang up more fucking um, fucking signages. It's like it's like New York City pushes out small business and only wants giant mega corporations. Also, New York City is filled with all these fucking crazy people. They're like, oh, we're gonna put cameras on the on all the trains. Oh, that's great. You're gonna put cameras on all the trains. First off, the cameras in the subway stations don't work half the time anyway. And you know who's checking up on that? Nobody, because there's no accountability. And you're just oh, and you think crazy people give a fuck if they're caught on camera? They're called cell phones. Pretty much every crime is on a on a subway train in New York City is is captured via cell phone. There's people standing around videotaping it, and they don't want to get involved. I understand. Like if if there's a crazy fuck on the train, I don't want to get involved with this person. If they're going around yelling and screaming and and he. You, as a New Yorker, need to get the fuck away from him. But the thing is, the thing is, they start fucking with people. It's like, am I really gonna, am I really gonna put my life to assist? If I had a gun or something, I could shoot the person. Or fucking, or or shock him. If I had a taser on me, I'd sure I'd fucking tase him or. But I wouldn't want them to know that I'm tasing because they might be on methamphetamines, and then they're gonna they're gonna come after me. Either way, it's it's fucked up thing. If you ever go to like Twitter and go to like New York Police Department fucking Twitter feed, you're gonna see a lot of videos of a lot of fucked up shit. I don't know if it happens around the nation, like getting kicked repeatedly in the face at eight o'clock in the morning going to work. Because the guy that killed his grandmother and beat the shit out of his sister is just out on the street still. Because, hey, there's no place for these crazy people because the laws. Nobody really wants to deal with it. You ever go to school and have that kid in your class that's a piece of shit and nobody really wants to deal with him? So he's like, why doesn't this person just disappear from society? They're a big piece of shit. They're fucking it up for everybody else. Can't they just? Can't they just? You know, put them in, put them someplace else. Put them out in the forest. It's nice. There's a lot of nature. Just don't let them back into the into reality because they're gone. Some people are just gone. And they need to be. You you be like, oh, you won the lot. You won the crazy. You, okay, you won the lottery. Come with us. You're going to this island. It's called Australia. I don't know. 
But either way, uh, Lewis Rossman is going to Austin, Texas, which I'm sure there's uh, the commercial real estate is less shady than New York City. And uh, and there'll be a lot of Macs to fix there. No, he's not He's not even doing that. He's, he's part of like Futo. I don't even know what Futo is. He helps. It's like an angel investor group. I don't know. But uh, good luck to you, Lewis Rossman. And have a good have a good uh, relocation. Fudo sounds like isn't there like some weird like chicks with dicks porno called Futo or something? I don't know. All my beers are gone. I don't know where to move to. I want to move to like a tax haven. Florida's getting hit with a gigantic storm right now. I hope Ducky's okay. Is Ducky okay? Is Ducky on the the west side or the east side of Florida? I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, it, I haven't seen him in chat. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It, Ducky? Ducky, are you out there? Oh, crap. Hold on one second. I, 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 I fucked up with math, and now I'm not where I'm supposed to be. <sighs> the only way to get back in line is to listen to Moonlight Sonata by Ralph Clemen.
Hey, may I help you? Yeah. This is kind of neat. What is it? Oh, it's from New Guinea. It's a ceremonial spirit box. Wow, that's cool. What do you do with it? You put your weed in there. Oh, thank, thank you. This is neat. Is this from South America? You bet. That's the Yanamanu ancestor idol from Brazil. It's carved from deer bone. What do you use it for? You put your weed in here. Okay. No problem. Where's this from? Oh, it's from Borneo. It's for a Sulawesi puberty ritual. It symbolizes the journey into adulthood. Really? Yeah, and you put your weed in here. So this has actually been used in puberty rituals? Yeah, and you put your weed in there. Thanks. Excuse me. Oh, this is great. You put your weed in here. Looking for a gift for my mother. Is there anything in here that doesn't involve weed? This is what I do. I have, like, uh, punchlines. And then I ramble around. Knowing I have real strong punchlines, I ramble around until right. I get to the punchlines. Because I find if I do it word for word, which I started, when I started I did that, it just sounds rote. Yep. And it's sort of like, you know when you repeat a word over and over again and you forget what it means, kind of? A lot. Yeah, so I was like that. So now I ramble around knowing I can hit a punchline. You're, you're, it's a journey. Point. You're getting somewhere. This yeah. The word orange doesn't rhyme with anything, and that kind of pisses me off because I can think of a lot of things that rhyme with orange. What rhymes with orange? If you're looking, if you're taking, if you're taking the word at face value, and you just say orange, nothing is going to rhyme with it exactly. If you enunciate it and you make it like more than one syllable, mm -hmm. orange, you could say like, uh, I put my Orange, four-inch, door hinge, and storage, and ate porridge with George. <laughs> you just have to figure out the, the science to breaking down words. I don't understand for the life of me, I don't understand for the life of me, why we are telling women that their best and greatest superpower, creating another human from their own body, is less important than working as an associate law clerk. Working 2,100 billable hours checking footnotes is somehow more important than raising the next generation of human beings that you made with your own body and then bringing them up. Now, some people may choose that. Fine, again, for the 1,000th time. That's fine. Do what you want. It's a free country. But if you're going to indoctrinate women to believe that happiness comes from working as an accountant but not from spending more time with your children, there's not a single person who on their deathbed said, I wish I had done one more doc review. I'd be looking at Greta Thunberg, and I'm like, why the fuck are we listening to a fucking kid about anything, right? It drove me crazy. And then I'd see the, the gun kids from Florida, from the school that got shot up, and I'd be like, why are we listening to kids about guns and reg legislation? I'm like, holy fuck. They're making kids make all the points, because you can't tell kids to shut the fuck up, or you're an asshole. Um, the universe contains many maybes. In 1933, uh, three tremendous events occurred. Alfred Korzybski published Science and Sanity, which argued that either or logic does not describe the world accurately, and we needed a new non-Aristotelian orientation based on more than either or. Bush and Gore, either or. That's a terrible trap to be caught in. 
And Kozhipsky suggested an infinite valued logic based on probabilities. And that's the way I've been thinking ever since I read Kozhipsky. Some things I would, the things I'm most sure of, I give a 99% probability. I think I'm 99% sure I'm at the Prophets Conference in Palm Springs. I'm not 100% sure because I dreamed about it a few times before I came. For all I know, this is just another dream and I'm still home in Capitola just imagining I'm here. But I give that one a 99% probability because there are too many details that are too clear for a dream. But I won't give it a 100% probability because in my dreams I'm always sure they're real until I wake up. And the same year that Kozhipsky published his probabilistic logic in, in a book called Science and Sanity, John von Neumann, anybody remember him? I was talking about him a little while ago. He designed the first programmable computer and invented mathematical game theory, which can be applied to poker, business, war, and a dozen other fields. He also suggested a, he suggested a three-valued logic, but he realized the Aristotelian two-valued logic wouldn't work. Not in the quantum, this was on a book on quantum physics by von Neumann. He, instead of yes and no, he gave us three choices, yes, no, and maybe. And he represented yes by one, no by zero, and maybe by one half. And this is used by some physicists as the best way of dealing with quantum indeterminacy. The trouble with one half is that it assumes you can break things down into only three categories. I prefer Kozhipsky's infinite valued logic. It depends on how much you know. Sometimes you can do much better than 1.5 and 0. Sometimes you can get to 0.75 or even to 0.99. Like, uh, for instance, Velikovsky's great comet theory, which was rejected, renounced, denounced, ostracized, banned, boycotted, etc., by the scientific community in the 1950s. I have never seen any reason to put that in a one or a zero. The whole scientific community put it in a zero. Velikovsky was a nut and that's the end of it. They're still saying that. And he's got enough evidence to keep me interested. When I examine all of his evidence, is it enough to put me in one in certainty? Absolutely not. I think he proved there have been catastrophes in historical times. Did he prove the catastrophe that he particularly wanted to prove? I don't think so. I don't think his evidence is good enough. But I think there's some chance, there's a considerable probability that ha there were certainly catastrophes before the human race appeared. What wiped out the dinosaurs? What created all those meteor craters? Why are Mars and the moon full of meteor craters? There have been cosmic catastrophes. I just don't think Velikovsky got all the details right. <clears throat> Once you stop thinking in terms of either or, you find, well, actually, nobody thinks in terms of either or until they get involved in a political argument or a theological argument. The people who know what's true make up most of the human race. They, they, they not only know what's true, they know how to defeat everybody who's an agnostic or a zetetic or an... Uh, or recognizes some indeterminacy. They get you trapped in an either-or game, and pretty soon you find yourself agreeing to something you never agreed to before. 
the way to resist that is the first time they bring up an either or, stop them at that point and say, wait a minute, I can think of three other choices. And if you can't think of three other choices, buy all of my books right away. And uh, more importantly, um, I would like you to adopt the following strategy that I use all the time. Do not debate with people who start with an analogy. Don't. Do not. In fact, say, whoa, uh, I don't argue analogies, but if you want to argue this situation, I'd be happy to. Just don't. It's so tempting, and I do it all the time, so I'm, I, I don't follow my own, my own advice because it's too easy to be weak and go, oh, I'm going to argue that analogy. Do not. Here, here's what you say when somebody really insists that you argue the analogy. You say, well, that's, you're describing a different situation. If you'd like to discuss a different situation, we can after we're done with this one. But what you're learning from something that has a little bit in common with this is nothing useful. So I don't want to be part of a conversation about an analogy. But if you'd like to talk about what we know, and also you know some logic and reason, I'm all for you. But analogies would be really what people who have never learned to think use instead. Let me say it again. <laughs> we, we use analogies usually when we don't have an argument. Usually. Now, I use them all the time. So is it because I don't have an argument? Usually it's because I'm in a hurry. Honestly. I, I'll throw out an analogy because I think they're funny. Or it'll just leave you something to chew on and I'm not interested in the argument. But if I give you an, an analogy, probably I'm not serious about the conversation at all. I'm probably just trying to provoke you. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to, like, you know, reveal yourself or something. But it's not an argument. An analogy is a conversation about a different topic. That's it. It's just a different conversation. Looking back, I, I look at the historic pieces when I'm looking for newsletter art, although I, decide, I try to pick more newer stuff. But you go back and you see, like, these guys that don't do much anymore. And I have to say, and you can click on the artist's name. If you blow up one of these pieces, yeah, yeah, the artist's name, and you stuff. click on it, you see all their stuff. And the body of work for certain people is really um, unbelievable. And I'm going to have to, I'm, and I like to call them out once in a while for having an unbelievable body of work and then kind of falling off the truck. In other words, they don't produce much anymore. Uh, it, I think they burn out. It happens. Nick the Rat has an unbelievable body of work. That's true. I mean, he goes back page after page after page after page of of a lot of it stunning. Yeah, he just lost interest. Well, he still, you know, didn't he? Up, I thought he uploaded something. Yeah, he recently. comes in about once every three or four shows with the piece that he he tosses. It's a toss off, you know. It's like, mm. yeah, let's try this. Maybe they'll like it. Kind of attitude. You can make a swarm of assassin drones for very little money by just taking the, the, the face ID chip that's used in cell phones and uh, having a small explosive charge and a, and a standard drone and have them just do a grid sweep of the building until they find the person they're looking for, ram into them and, ex- and explode. You can do that right now. No extra, no new technology is needed. Right now. Right now. Right now. 
allness in science. Korzybski maintained that humans are limited in what they know by one, the structure of their nervous systems, and two, the structure of their languages. Humans cannot experience the world directly, but only through their abstractions, nonverbal impressions derived from the nervous system, and verbal indicators expressed and derived from language. These sometimes mislead us about what is the case. Our understanding sometimes lacks similarity of structure with what is actually happening. An example to support this theory would be talking about the sky is blue. The sky as we know it, the blueness is inherent in it. There could be no other to structure it. Thus saying that the sky is blue erases the role of the observer. The way that we say is makes declaration with a fact that cannot be doubt. Saying the sky is blue may be natural in the English language, but it's not natural to nature. It is not scientific either. You can never say that the sky is blue because the shade of blue you are perceiving is not necessarily the same shade that the other person sees. We only say that the sky is blue because we agree on the general idea of blue. Therefore, saying that the sky is blue is only based on one's personal experience. It is more scientific when it's worded, the sky is blue to me, rather than just saying, the sky is blue. Same case goes for someone who is colorblind. They will never understand the meaning of blue if they cannot perceive the color blue. Thus, we can never say something is something. This is called the is of identity, where it refers specifically to the is in subject predicate statements of facts, such as the sky is blue. This is when Korzybski introduced the idea of non-allness. When Korzybski says the sky is blue, it is applying to all. However, it may not apply to all. It applies to most people, but not all. He establishes a general rule of science in this general semantics theory. You can never state all of everything. There is no all of anything except arguably the entire universe as a whole. Nothing is ever all because nothing is finished. Sometimes non-allness also represents you can never present what everyone is seeing because everyone's perspectives are different. There will always be something hidden. Now another thing that people often say is that for guessing, two identical theories, two theories, here, suppose you have two theories A and B, which look completely different psychologically, have different ideas in them and so on, but that all the consequences that are computed, all the consequences that are computed are exactly the same. They say they even agree with experiments, they add to them. The point is, though, that the two theories, although they sound different at the beginning, have all consequences the same. It's easy, usually, to prove that mathematically by doing a little mathematics ahead of time to show that the logic from this one and this one will always give corresponding consequences. Suppose we have two such theories. How are we going to decide which one is right? No way, not by science, because they both agree with experiment to the same extent. There's no way to distinguish one from the other. So the two theories, although they may have di deeply different ideas behind them, may be mathematically identical and 
they, usually people say that in science one should pay, one doesn't know how to distinguish them, and that's right. However, for psychological reasons, in order to guess new theories, these two things are very far from equivalent, because one gives a man different ideas than the other. By putting the theory in a certain kind of framework, you get an idea what to change which would be something, for instance, in theory A that talks about something that you say, I'll change that idea in here. But to, to find out what the corresponding thing is you're going to change in here may be very complicated. It may not be a simple idea. In other words, a simple change here makes maybe a very different theory than a simple change there. In other words, although they're identical before they're changed, there are certain ways of changing one which look natural, which don't look natural in the other. Therefore, psychologically, we must keep all the theories in our head. And every theoretical physicist that's any good knows six or seven different theoretical representations for exactly the same physics and knows that, the two, that they're all equivalent and that nobody is ever going to be able to decide which one is right at that level, but he keeps them in his head hoping that they'll give him different ideas for guessing. Incidentally, that reminds me of another thing, and that is that the philosophy or the ideas around the theory uh, a lot of ideas, you say, I believe there are, there is a space-time, or something like that, in order to discuss your analysis. That these ideas change enormously when there are very tiny changes in the theory. In other words, Princess Newton's ideas about space and time agreed with experiment very well. But in order to get the correct motion of the orbit of Mercury, which was a tiny, tiny difference, the difference in the character of the theory with which you started was enormous. reason is these are so simple and so perfect, they produce definite results. In order to get something that produce a little different result, it has to be completely different. You can't make imperfections on a perfect thing. You have to have another perfect thing. So the philosophical ideas between Newton's theory of gravitation and Einstein's theory of gravitation are enormous. The differences, rather, are enormous. What are these philosophies? These philosophies are really tricky ways to compute consequences quickly. A philosophy, which is sometimes called an understanding of the law, is simply a way that a person holds the laws in his mind so as to guess quickly at consequences. Some people have said, and it's true, for instance, in the case of Maxwell's equations and other equations, never mind the philosophy, never mind anything of this kind, just guess the equations. The problem is only to compute the answers so that they agree with experiment and is not necessary to have a philosophy or, argue or words about the equation. That's true in a sense, yes and no. It's good in the sense you may be, if you only guess the equation, you're not prejudicing yourself and you'll guess better. On the other hand, maybe the philosophy helps you to guess. It's very hard to say. For those people who insist, however, that the only thing that's important is that the theory agrees with experiment, I would like to make an imaginary discussion between a Mayan astronomer and his student. The Mayans were able to calculate with great precision, great precision the predictions, for example, for eclipses and the position of the moon in the sky, the position of Venus, and so on. However, it was all done by arithmetic. You count a certain numbers, you subtract some numbers, and so on. There was no discussion of what the moon was. There wasn't even a discussion of the idea that it went around. There was only calculate the time when there would be an eclipse or the time when it would rise, the full moon, and when it would rise half moon and so on, just calculated only. Suppose that a young man went to the astronomer and said, I have an idea. Maybe those things are going around and there are balls of, of rocks, out, like rocks out there. We could calculate how they move in a completely different way and just calculate the, what time they appear in the sky and so on. So the, of course, the Mayan astronomer would say, yes, how accurate can you predict eclipses? 
He said, I haven't developed the thing very far. He says, but we can calculate eclipses more accurately than you can with your model, and so you must not pay any attention to this, because the mathematical scheme is better. And there's a very strong tendency of people to say against some idea, if someone comes up with an idea and says, let's suppose the world is this way, and you say to him, well, how would you get, what would you get for the answer for such and such a problem? And he says, I haven't developed it far enough. And you say, well, we have already developed it much further, and we can get the answers very accurately. So it is a problem as to whether or not to worry about philosophies behind ideas. It's weird that they named it ultraviolet. The, I would I would have thought that uh, scientists back in the day would have called it um, postviolet or um, yeah, it's it's not purple. It's just because they say it's ultraviolet doesn't mean that the uh, sky is actually purple. It's because it's. You can't even imagine what it would look like. They always say, oh, this is what a bee would see. Oh, this is what a dog would see. You can't imagine what a dog or a bee sees. We we put it in a little box. We put it in a little envelope and we pretend that's what it is. And that's the problem with life. A lot of life is unknowns and science has put it into little envelopes and little boxes so it could break down your imagination into nothingness. It's like take your imagination and throw it out the door and turn down your radio because you're the next caller on Nick the Rider. Who is this? Hello? Are you there? Are, are you ready for ultraviolence? Wasn't there? I think there's a movie called Ultraviolence. I have a T-shirt that says "Get Ready for Ultra Violence" on the back. On the back side, it says "Ultra." Are you a wrestler? I got it from a wrestling hardcore punk band called that's, Eat the Turnbuckle. That's an, that's an impressive, dangerous job. I I have in my work box a railroad spike from the show that they used. During the match, ultra violence. Uh, clockwork orange. Ultra-violence. Clockwork orange. Ultra violence was in that. Um, oh, that. Um, what was the? I, was it a Korean flick where the guy gets like holed up in his in his hotel for like fifteen years, and he finally breaks out, and it has that long shot. Of just one continual take as he beats down this entire hallway of dudes. Possibly, uh, that was a that was yeah. a hammer, hammer, the hammer, hammer time. Mm-hmm. There was a movie in 2011 called Ultra Space Violence, and in 2020 there was Ultra Violence. I don't think I've seen either. There, one. You know, actually, uh, Spike Lee remade it. Uh, remade this uh, the Asian flick with um, oh god, who's the dude that plays Thanos? And he was in the uh, what? Really? He was <laughs> Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh Brolin was in a Spike Lee remake of this uh, flick that I'm thinking of. Isn't it weird how Marvel has become the the dictionary of actors? 
I was thinking the other one was No Country for Old Men. That was the two that came to mind. I just thought of the. I was thinking about this movie or this series on, I think it was on Amazon Prime, about a hole in the middle of, uh, in the middle of uh, uh, Josh Brolin's farm. But I forgot Josh Brolin's name, so I was like, that movie, that TV show with the hole and Thanos. And somebody's like, Josh Brolin. And then since they said that, I remember it now. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's a little bit of a synchronicity. Life's all synchronicities. I bet you got fingers. I'm sorry. Did you just assume my body count? I assumed your digits. <laughs> yes, I did. Because there's a 99.9% chance that you have fingers. You might not, though. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm an asshole. Body shaming. <laughs> Your, uh, oh, you have, you have fingers, about. though, right? That's how you dialed the number. Hey, you're ableist. Text I am. Text to talk. I'm being talk an ableist for that. those seven people that listen to Nick the Rat without fingers or toes. I have kind of a not serious question for you, but... Every question is serious. What, you're right. This is an incredibly serious question. What am I even thinking? Uh, do you have a take on what your first immediate thought uh, would be seeing um, a package mailed to you that had a severed finger in it? Walk us through that first 30 seconds. I would uh, shriek and throw the box on the floor. And then for about thirty seconds, I'd probably just like be like, "Oh fuck, I, I gotta shut it. I gotta shut it down." I would just be thinking, "I gotta shut it down for probably about an hour," and then I'd call the cops. Right on. You wouldn't just toss it. If there was a real finger, no. I'm. I need protect. That would. That's some mafia shit. I need. I would need protection. I know of a story where. That happened to a dude. It's a little grotesque. Didn't Van Gogh did that? Van Gogh like cut his dick off and sent it to his lover. <laughs> and that sack. See, imagine that. Like, imagine like somebody that loves Nick the Rat sent me their 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 penis in a box, and I call the cops and get him arrested, even though it was just like fan mail. That'd be fucked up. <laughs> very normal thing to do. Alright, you. if somebody sends me a finger, I'll hang it on the wall behind me. The first 30 seconds, I'd, I'd, I'd first suck on it to get the dirt off, and then make it shiny, and then stick it on the wall. Be like, that's a, that's a fan. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> but probably what I first said, I'd probably shriek through it, and then call the cops. I think that's a fair answer. I think that's what any sane person would do. There was, well, I've it also depends on how it's that. packaged. It depends on how it's packaged. Like if if it was if it was like a if it was just like a a moist finger in like a yellow envelope, that uh, that would get a shriek. But if it was like uh, like a finger inside of um, like an ember, not an ember, like amber. 
encased in something. That would be that uh, like in a velvet box, like a velvet padded box with a a lucite encased finger. That would, I, I mean, well, that's um, I mean, I would be, I wouldn't throw it. I wouldn't want to break it. I'd be like, that's cool. Hey guys, welcome to my YouTube channel. Today we're going to be chopping off my finger in an easy and clear resin. I am so excited about this project. We have gotten so many requests for this one. Uh, so we just got to get straight into it. So first what we're going to do is grab our butcher knife, right? And you want to make sure that you get the tourniquet nice and tight on the finger because excess blood loss can make this process a little more difficult because you'll find yourself getting a little dizzy. <laughs> I'd sure, watch it. Make sure to wear... <laughs> it's better than like the four second clips I see on 4chan of dudes cutting off their penis. I mean, um, or fucking a fish, maybe, or a snake. Oh, yeah, people fuck weird yeah. shit, man. I don't know what they're doing out there. There is that old, that age old adage that if it moves, it grooves. Do people do fucked up shit because they were raised poorly or because of just being... Do you think the first fucked up person was the child of um, a... of a... like somebody that was just mentally fucked up? I mean, wouldn't you be a little fucked up if <laughs> yeah, but there's sometimes like a difference. Like if you have like a genetically a genetic issue or something where you're fucked up, but maybe maybe fucked up people came from genetically fucked up people first. It's like a. I think there's room to call it a form of vampirism, something that gets passed from person to person. Everything does get passed, like, uh, but are like all all murderers are not genetically fucked up people. I don't think, right? Would you say murder is a genetic thing? Um, and I I mean like I'm mal gonna, like I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stab this person. I'm on. A, I don't like that person. I'm gonna kill them. They're dead. Do you think that's a like a genetic malfunction, or do you think that's um, somebody that was raised by a genetically malfunctioned person. Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure how much the gen- genetics would play. Granted, I'm not a scientist, uh, nor, not? nor a psychologist. Um, oh, so I'm not. I don't know. I, if, if push came to shove and you shoved the gun into my mouth, I think people people are more affected by the uh by the environment probably more you know it's they're they're affected by the cards in everyone else's hands rather than but the environment the environment is pretty primo okay um do you mean environment as other people or People, surroundings, I mean, you know, if you're going to be living to, you know, there's, there's a difference between living out in kind of a remote rural area versus besides some sort of processing plant. 
either way, if you're raised outside of a processing plant or wherever you're raised, you're not you're not going to want to go out and kill people. Right? Or like just punch people? Like would you ever just go outside and and hit somebody in the head with with a hammer or rob them? Well, you know, I guess now that you mention it, um I suppose a lot of dudes Random uh, act of violence. A random to... act of violence. Not not uh not like a robbery, like I got a gun, give me your wallet, okay, give me my wallet, I'm gonna leave. I mean just like well, I got a gun and I shot you. It would be murdering small animals and doing weird shit with the uh, corpses. Now, is that a uh, is that is that a genetic defect? Is or not? When you murder a, an animal as a a child, is there genetics involved in that, or is it bad parenting? And is the bad parenting from uh, a gen- is is <laughs> evil is evil genetic? <laughs> is it just evilness or? Or is it an addiction? It's like, wow. Maybe maybe murder maybe is just really maybe good. Maybe it's 100 parts yes and 100 parts yes. Could be. Fuck. <laughs> 200 times ramped up. <laughs> God, we can't touch 20. I just don't want to I just don't want to believe that random acts of violence is possibly natural. Sometimes, uh, like, cause that should be weaved. That should be that should be, cause okay. If there's a kid murdering animals, and you know about it, that means they're not doing it very well. <laughs> well not Which means yet. that the parents are failing completely, cause they should. the The parents are then defective, so it's. I think there's like a defective that could root back to hopefully something that's genetic, like a mutation rather than just a natural existence. Because, like, if you have a kid and he's choking a cat, you're going to, you're probably going to electroshock that kid or something. (laughs) You're not just going to let him keep doing it. And if you do let him keep doing it, then you have issues, and that issue could keep going back to... I do have a question, but what is nature other than a vulgar display of power? Raw, unfiltered, dirty, nasty, cold, uh, vicious. Nature is very little that. I would say nature is mostly lazy, laziness. Like trees... Trees are everywhere. They're not. And there is a power involved. You know, the bigger tree gets the sun. The smaller tree doesn't. Not all trees need that much sun, though. Um, So their vicious cycle is just like laziness. It's like, I'm too lazy to live, so I'm going to die. I'm too lazy to not grow, so I'm going to grow. But sometimes... But when you you walk out of the sewers on on a rare day out and there's three inches of pollen what is that uh what is that that's that's a it's a tree raping you with its seed coating every surface <laughs> no but it's lazy though it's, it takes very little energy for a tree to do nothing 
for that pollen to get into your nose. Well, think about other stuff that doesn't even get into your nose. Like, what about what about water? How is does rain take energy to make shit wet? Uh, it's all the sun. It's the sun. Everything's the sun. I saw all those. I saw all those videos of the sharks swimming in the streets of Fort Myers. There's sharks swimming yeah. in the streets. There's asphalt sharks out there. It's well, it was looked about two and a half feet of uh, maybe three feet of water. And there were sharks. Yeah, sharks were uh, washed up ashore. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to walk through. If there, if there's like two feet of water, I'll just order Amazon and have them come to me. Uh, not to completely derail the conversation or take it in a weird turn, but I'm feeling like I'm seeing a lot more shadow people as of late. Almost every night that I come out, I always get the sensation that I just miss somebody running by. They were just there. And then I look and I don't see them. I've been getting it more too. I'm seeing yeah. things out of the corner of my eyes more and more lately. I don't, I think yeah, there's, I um, the reality is breaking down. The universes are combined. That's, that's why they keep talking about quantum physics, because that's the only way they could explain it. But it's, it's more than, it's more than quantum. There's something deeper. Ah, the great unzipping. The unraveling. Watch it all fall. The unraveling, thread by thread. These shadow people, though, they're not doing random acts of violence on you, though, are they? You just see them. Um, There was only one time where it ever felt like... uh, Well, nothing physical ever happened, but it was a very... It just, it felt like it was a, it felt like a, again, there was no physical nature to it, but it just felt like a, like a violent reaction, seeing something so just cut out of the air. It was visually violent. It was a visual, visual. uh, Would you want it to touch you? Do you want to be touched by the shadow people? I think some of them are okay. The problem, the you problem know? is, I think most of us don't. You have to invite them. You cannot yeah. be scared. You have to let them. You have to, and trust me, they're not. They're not going to touch you. They can't. But if you open up the doors for them, they will know that you're a cool dude, which is good. Well, I did that. I did that. That uh, I tried scrying into a TV screen in Las Vegas, and that was a that was a gnarly piece of uh, shadow work. Cause I was just being really abusive to myself at the time. Um, just lots of partying and drinking nonstop, and 
just zero self-awareness for taking care of any of the mind, body, or you know, spirit, spitting spirit stuff. Drink water. Water will um, ground you. It's a um, it's a very powerful element. Um, and, and there was some just a uh, weird headspace, like connecting with uh, my biological mother, but you know, not actually talking to her. Just uh, thinking really hard and in, in depth about a lot of stuff. But um, regardless, I, I tried this whole like fucking hour long scrying session into the TV screen. It was uh, probably just the ugliest version I think I'd ever witnessed of myself. Uh, it was not pleasant. I wasn't scared per se. I was more just. Um, you were going through a change. Was there was a hard. change going on. You um, were morph. You were metamorphosizing I, into um, a butt or a fly or something. <laughs> Turning my fecal matter gold, baby. Um, but this, uh, I legitimately heard uh, at a very specific time. I actually had the time written down in one of my books. It was so fucking nuts. You know, I'm staying in this hotel in Las Vegas and all the doors are, you know, they're set up to slam shut so people don't accidentally, you know, leave their doors open, right? And um, I'm right by the elevator so it's Vegas all time, all throughout the day, all throughout the night it's just doors slamming nonstop. Okay, I can tell. And I finished up with this scrying session and was kind of coming down and stepping away and retuning back in. And I heard a disembodied laugh inside of the room I was in. No doors are slamming, no elevator dings going, no elevator doors opening. None of it. The laugh was in the room. And I wish I could remember the time. I think it was like yeah. 1237. And, um, maybe I don't, I, I shouldn't say the time. I don't remember. But it was a very specific number um, that at the time had a lot of relevance uh, to some like reoccurring themes and stuff that I had been seeing and feeling. Now, when you're when you're um, feeling, because I've heard of stories like this, we we've been getting reports in a lot. Um, do you, can you document this while it's happening? Um, I ended up documenting it in a really schizo way, uh, and I never finished it. Unfortunately, I was trying to be very. Um, Artful is not the word, but I wanted to take a time to like kind of illustrate the text, all of this weird shit that was going on. But again, just like not being stable, uh, it just really came across mostly schizophrenic most of the time. <laughs> you got to document it. <laughs> document it. I'm telling you, documenting it is the best way to um, remember that you lost it. Well, I'll tell you what, um, I'll go, maybe not tonight, because i got to go digging through my magic chest. Um, but uh, I, I do have some of the information written down. 
Um, so I'll take a picture of it and send it to you, uh, what I do have from, from that night. But uh, my general takeaway is that was uh, what I would describe as my first angel encounter. Felt very angelic. Um, there's spirits that, that are looking after you, and there's also spirits that are probably uh, ambivalent, and then there's probably spirits that are... I wonder if spirits have genetics, like genetic makeup of spirits, and maybe like a mal, mal like a mutated genetically spirit created another spirit that was have you ever heard of pay dirt pay dirt pay dirt yeah have you Is ever that heard that term pay dirt mm-hmm. you could go to amazon.com and buy something called pay dirt which has gold in it in in which this should be illegal because whoever's making these bags, they know how much gold is in there. It's it's supposed to be practicing for panning. Have you ever panned for gold? I've read thought uh, attraction once or twice. You you so you have panned for gold? Yeah. Would you ever pay pay somebody to give you some dirt that might have some gold in it? Uh, probably not, but... How is this legal? That you're... <laughs> hey, you know, people want to pay for an experience. Let them pay. I know, but, like, the people that are packaging the dirt, 99%, I'm, I'm 100% sure they know how much gold is in each of these bags. To the, to the, to the ounce or whatever the fuck you call it. Well, I would hate to bring an analogy into this conversation, but uh, four doses safe and effective, am I right? <laughs> Scott Adams told me I should hang up. They're like, you can't talk to people that have analogies. Um, let's listen to a quick song right here. We have Chasm with Dwyneth. I love you, caller.
I like that uh, Servo's trying to help me find my exit strategy. It's like, this is how you get out of here. Sell some fucking mud. It's, uh, spe- specifically for don- don- Donos. Specifically for Donos, the sludge. Sewer sludge. Uh, oh, boy. I am full of beer. All right, people. Let's see. Where are we? Okay. I do want to talk about this. This is also... Uh, might be a, it might be a bigger it might be a bigger thing but I'm not too sure how big it is. Also I'm pretty drunk so I'm probably going to explain this poorly. Uh compost. Let me look up compost really quick. I want to talk about compost. And this might be very boring for um people that either A hate me or B do not live in New York City. Compost. If you don't live in New York City and you don't hate me, then you might be like, what the hell is, what the hell is you be talking about? Now, if you like me and you live in New York City, you might have an idea where I'm going to go with this. But, okay, compost is a mixture of ingredients used as plant fertilizer and improved soil physics, chemical and bi- Okay. I have a lot of questions that I'm about to ask and a lot of um, facts that you could find quickly. Compost is organic matter that you could turn into soil, right? You just throw. I don't do this because I'm not. I'm not really trying to make much soil. And whenever I do need soil, I could buy a big ass bag for like ten bucks. Uh, is, there, is there any compost people in here? Is natural poop so servo? Are you if if you're a if you're a compost um, aficionado or a um, if you know a lot about compost, please call me at nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. I'd like to talk to you right right now because I I am a, a compost ignoramus. I'm I'm dumb. I don't know what compost is. I I've never made it. I've I know what it I know what it sort of is. It's just like you're it's like organic garbage that just turns into soil. Like nutrient rich soil like your banana peel and your uh, I guess your old fucking tomatoes and can you put meat in compost? If if you have like a hamburger, you throw your McDonald's trash other than the paper and stuff, does that turn to compost? I'm not sure. See, this is how I'm, this is, I don't know. Plant, food waste, recycling, organic materials, and manure. I guess you could probably throw a McDonald's hamburger into into a compost. It's not even a machine, though. It's, at the simplest level, compost requires gathering a mixture of greens, green waste, and browns, brown waste. What is brown waste? Is that like shit? Poop? Greens are materials rich in nitrogen, such as leaves, grass, and food scraps. Browns are woody materials. Okay, so this is mostly... I don't think there's meat involved in this, really. Or cheese, or dairy. It sounds like it's mostly... See, this is how ignorant I am when it comes to compost. I don't know shit about compost. I just know it's like old shit, food. I 
is it only vegetarian food? Is it like fucking water, air, carbon, nitrogen-rich material? Nitrogen-rich materials. Okay, I guess if there's so compost equals nitrogen or whatever. Okay, uh, Arab aerobic bacteria and fungi manages the chemical process by converting the inputs into heat, carbon dioxide, and ammonia. Wait, so compost creates carbon dioxide? Now this this hole's getting even deeper here. This hole's getting deeper. Does compost create carbon dioxide? Because isn't that against Greta Thunberg? Isn't uh, CO2 released during composting is considered biogenic, not anthropogenic. So it is not considered in greenhouse gas calculations. Whoa. I just opened a, a huge hole. Oh, hold on. Okay. All right. Now, my brain might be small because I'm a rat. But did I just unlock some Thomas foolery here? So all the people that want to save the planet want to get rid of CO2. And they're they're like, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. But the people that want to also save the planet are totally pro compost. But the CO2 released during the compost is not it's not part of the calculations of the CO2. How could you say certain things are bad for the environment when you're not adding in everything into it? It's it's like, okay. <laughs> All right, this is this is this is how clown world works today. I am, I guess, the government. Okay, I'm the government, and we're going to talk about colors on the color spectrum. We, uh, Roy G. Biv. Now, every every letter, every fucking two hundred fifty five million variations of colors that we could say. I'm just gonna say the red. Let's just say the red ones. They're 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 not part of physics anymore. We're just gonna call it oi biv. We're gonna take the R out. We're gonna call it oi biv because I'm the government, and the and the R. We're just not gonna count it towards the frequency of the physics here because because we don't want to. Fu- this is fucking crazy. So the CO2 released during composting is bio... So how much biogenic versus... Maybe 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 biogenic CO2 is minimal. All right. Let's, let's, let's look up biogenic versus anthropogenic. Is there a chart? Scholar, scholarly articles for biogenic versus anthropogenic. No, I just want a chart. Can I get a chart? 
chart. I don't even know what that would be, but scholar scholarly articles for biogenic versus anthropogenic chart. That led me to what is scholarly? What is this shit? Uh, all right. This is probably going to take some research. My freak out might be nothing. There's some fucking equations I'm looking at here, and I don't even know what that is. Um, I don't know how much biogenic CO2 is getting released into the atmosphere, which might be raising temperatures, but apparently all biogenic CO2 is not calculated into the equation because we don't want to. (laughs) All right, so we're talking about compost. I don't know what it is. I live in New York City. I'm sure there's people that know what compost is. I don't even know what I would do at compost. But apparently composting is a very important part of increasing the CO2 emissions. So we're trying to raise CO2 by compost. Okay. Um, The other side of the argument is that a lot of waste is put into trash cans and that slows down garbage trucks. Okay, I'm not really fucking sure. This this more that I think of, think about what I'm about to talk talk about, it's um it drives me crazy. Now I might just be completely dumb and this is this is a very high possibility of it. Okay, so Eric Adams is is buying more smart compost boxes, trash cans, smart compost composters, public Eric Adam, the mayor of New York, is spending a lot of money on um, smart compost, public smart compost boxes. Now, smart compost box, I'm not even fucking sure what a smart compost box is. Whenever I hear the word smart, I think ripoff. Or or you're stupid, or that's just what I think when I hear smart. I don't even know. I've I've researched this. I looked into this. I don't know what smart. Okay, let me look up smart compost box and see see what this is. But there's quotations around smart for the wood Eric Adams has purchased. He's bought two hundred and fifty. Um. How many how many smart okay, I gotta look at this. Eric Adams Smart Compost. This is all going on in New York City right now. So if you're not in New York City, it doesn't even matter to you at all. He's installing 250 of them. So 250 is a small number, but a smart compost box is uh, a I've seen them on sale for 500. So that means the government is probably spending about I'm just going to guess 1 to 2000 dollars for each of these things. And I guess overall 250,000 dollars is nothing. I guess I'm just complaining about nothing. But this 
$250,000 it's 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 a piece of it's a piece of also there's operation charges and who's what are they doing with the compost they're getting uh also you have to sign up to use these things so you have to you have to spend you have to sign up to you. I want to I want to know how much these things cost how much they cost to maintain uh, who's how many people signed up for them it might be it might be public and what do they even do what is smart composting why does compost matter they're setting up co2 factories around the city they're keep on adding adding them smart composting goes right to fucking new york city it's not even like a real thing but i'm sure they probably cost like a shitload of money each one wherever they're in. okay you know what I'm just I'm just an old grumpy person. Let's listen to Karma Police with Patrick Sneeze by Patrick Sneezem. We'll be back. We're gonna talk about some UFOs and get out of here. Karma police a restless man he talks in mats. He buzzes like a
stocks It just fucking doesn't tell you I don't have to do more research Into this shit Hi everybody, welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio We have uh We're coming to the end, but We still didn't talk about So composting Creates methane But also composting is just Rotting like, if you fucking threw the banana peel in a bin with other shit, I guess it might start... I don't know. You know what? My co- I'm going to propagandize compost for fucking ever, because it seems weird. It's like you're making soil. It works. It's But it seems like it's something you would do in your house. Like, I don't see why there needs to be a like a fucking compost box in public. Like if, if if I'm walking down the street and I'm eating a eating a banana, a why am I why am I eating a fucking banana walking down the street? Like and how often am I going to do that? Like am I going to? There, I actually was looking into this so much. I was, I was seeing possible law. Like, they might make not composting illegal. This, this is never going to happen because recycle, not recycling is not illegal. Like, if you throw a cardboard box and plastic or a glass glass metal can into your garbage and then you throw it out and you don't put into it, you don't put it into a recycling bin, you know what happens? You know what happens if you put glass or plastic in your in your trash you know what happens anywhere nothing 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 happens it doesn't it doesn't get sent to the the uh the plastic glass sorting center where they might melt it and use really really poisonous disgusting dirty filthy chemicals to recycle it But yeah, there was like articles about like how oh man they're gonna make comp if you don't compost your organic trash, you won't get the the fines and the tickets. It's like oh mo- oh boy. Wait wait hold on one second here. What is this? This is weird. There's a uh, U.S. Aviation Intelligence Office. Have you ever heard of the U.S.? What is this? U.S. Aviation Intelligence Office. What is this? U- AIO? The U.S. AIO? I don't know what this is. Is this like a real thing? Now I'm searching for it. I don't know if it even isn't real, so I don't know if I should talk about it. The U.S. Aviation Intelligence Office. You, uh, everything that I'm looking for relates back to the article I'm talking about. The U.S. Uh, aviation Intelligence. I'm finding the National Aviation Intelligence Integration Office, which is different than... Uh, this might be fake news. 
All right, so if you look for a U.S. Aviation Intelligence Office, the first article you're going to say, or anything about it, is a flying saucer appears on the U.S. Aviation Intelligence Office logo. Wait, it was updated? What does this article say it's updated for? Where's the update? Where's the update? What's the update? Where is the update? Update. NIM Aviation erroneously posted an unofficial and incorrect logo. Holy fuck. So there's this whole article about how this fucking thing is... I was bamboozled. Luckily, I just read the last part. Apparently, there is no um, flying saucer on this logo. I'm upset. You have to go all the way down to the update, which is like fucking 10 scrolls down. It was updated at 10.25 p.m. EST. And when was this posted? At 6.50. So from 7 p.m. to about 11 p.m., they were spreading misinformation. And now it's going to be permanently ingrained in people's brains that there's a UFO on the NIM Aviation logo. Good work. And that's how shit works, people. But I was listening to Art Bell earlier, and he was talking about his UFO experience. And then he called um, – he didn't call Bob Lazar. He called somebody else, um, Langley, Lang, uh, some some guy that has an airplane. Um, but either way, I forget – I forget who it was. It wasn't. It was Bob Lazar. It wasn't Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar is that guy. There's an, there's an, some other dude that has a. It's like Langley or something, but it's not Langley. It's definitely not that. Uh, he was talking about a Art Bell's experience. He was like Art Bell was like I because he saw like a like a triangle floating above him, and then he talked to like an expert. And he was like, well, that sounds like the A-12 Avenger. Was it the A? Yeah, it was the A-12, McDonald Douglas A-12 Avenger 2. If you look this up, it's a it's an aircraft. It's, it's kind of like the stealth bomber. It's completely a triangle. And there, there's billions of dollars spent on it. But they said it never really flew. It was an all-weather carrier-based stealth bomber replacement for the Grunman A-6 Intruder. The development of the A-12 was troubled by cost overturns and several delays, causing the program's ability to deliver upon its objectives. These doubts led to development program cancellation in 91. There's like this weird triangular airplane that existed in 91 it was being developed and it was that was like a billion dollars in 91 that's is this how much money did they spend on this thing two billion dollars the government felt the contractors could not complete the program and instructed them to repay what 
The government made them repay the $2 billion that had been spent on the A-12 development? The reasons and causes of the cancellation have been debated and remain an issue of controversy, with suggestions of political expendency and scheming to be behind the actions. The compost is today's A12. Huh. The A12 Avenger 2. Then I was reading about UFOs over, or UAPs, I don't know what the fuck you're going to call them. You know what? I really want to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a quick commercial break, because I need some munchies, and I want to munch on the air. That's, that's gross. So we're just going to... Never leave home without it. Order now. 917-719-5923. Halloween's coming. Are you ready? No? Well, get your ass in the sewer and buy yourself a costume. At the Dark Sewer Network Costume Shop, get your ass covered. We got 2017's best costumes available, including newspaper mummy, pizza slice burn victim, real poo shit monster, metal pipe tin man, and cardboard box robots, and more and more and more. All costumes are made right here in the USA, and none of them cost more than $69.99. So come on down to the DSN costume shop, and don't forget... Halloween's coming. UFO's over, Kiev. Kiev. If you look it up, articles from like two days ago started coming out. I went to the articles, and there's pictures. But the pictures are from 2020. Uh, salt is so yummy to suck off your fingers. The military probably has some crazy drone technology. That could probably be mistaken for fucking demons, probably. I saw a fireball flying down the hall. Chase me and I'm dead. 
probably most people that see this new technology dies from it. Because, you know, they always, like, they always say, porn, porn pushes technology. That's the consumer side. The consumer side is porn. The real side is death. Probably m- most new technology results in results in death. Most of the high tech new technology. I'm like, wow, we got some really new shit here. Guess what? You're gonna die without anybody knowing. Let me find this article here. Ukraine says. Cosmic and phantom UFOs are all over Ukraine skies, government report claims. And then there's a picture from 2020. Thank you. But the, the article's from like a couple of weeks ago. Skies over Kiev. Uh. Kiev! Are swarming with unidentified flying objects, UFOs, according to a new report from Maine Astronomical Observation of the National Academy of Sciences of Ukraine. Of course, given, of course... Given that Russia and Ukraine have been locked in month-long war, months-long, feels like it's been going on years, that relies heavily on aircraft and drones, it's likely that many of the so-called UFOs are military tools that appear too fleeting to identify a U.S. intelligence agency has speculated. Well, personally speaking, the only UFOs I've seen were from Ukrainians using um, like $100 drones to drop ten dollar bombs inside of tanks with great precision. I really want more salt. But you know government agencies tend to refer to such objects as UAP, short for unidentified aerial phenomenon. Because UFO is so old school. They had to change the name. Like we're not we're not living in the sixties anymore. This is new age shit. They should just call them unknowns. They should call them yous. There's unknowns in everything. There's unknowns in the sky. There's unknowns on the land. If you're walking around, you're like with 10 people. And you're in the front. You're walking. And then you turn around and they're all dead doesn't matter if they came from the sky or the land. You don't know what did it. It's just an unknown. Okay, either way. Um, these objects are designated with birds' names, such as Swift, Falcon, Eagle, and have been observed flying solo as well as in squadrons, the team wrote. The drones are so old. Why are they talking about it like it's new? But the picture that they show is really crazy. It's like lights coming from clouds. But that was in 2020. What's up on 2022? I don't know what's going on. Servo, thank you for thank you for being here, buddy. I agree totally and a hundred percent with you. Uh, oof. Oh, and finally in the news. Audacity could use VSTs. So everybody, update your Audacity. Make sure you have the 64-bit version installed. 
and slap some filters. Live. On your audio. Guess what? Nick the Rat's over. We've been on for like three hours now. It's time to get the fuck out of here. Anyway, I hope you guys have uh, share good experiences with people. Try to ignore the bad ones. That's the problem. When you're when you're growing up, you can't ignore the bad experiences because you're people that have that are bad at experiences are in charge, and they can't do anything about. It's it's a fucked up cycle. And watch out for those unidentifieds. Be safe. Have fun. And uh, good night, America. Or internet. Let's listen to Evil Heroes with Sun Skipper. We'll be back next week. Unless the COVID comes back. What did you just say? What did you just say? Until then, it's our lives to make the most of it. You're right. It's our life.